this is JDS who does push-ups in his work bathroom. It's a big bathroom. I am not peeing in this. There's a stall in there. You have, and then you walk out of the stall to wash your hands. It's nowhere near. Mm-hmm. You have your own office. No, I don't. With well, gym. I do. Kind of, well, no, there's like people coming in and out all can the time. Can you just do push-ups in the hallway? They'll understand. I don't, I don't like doing push-ups where people can watch me do five push-ups. You don't think they have cameras in the bathroom? They have no, cameras No, they in don't the have cameras. Your boss loves watching people pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a little bit more nervous that they're watching me do push-ups than they are watching me pee. <laughs> To JBJ, I'm your host Corey Hatfield. I don't like that. Let's no, start I over. like it. Here, no. here with me in the studio is Josh Hatfield. Was that a robot dick? What? That you just <laughs> stuck in your mouth? Yeah, man, robot dick all the way. Mm. Uh, Josh, I missed it. I wasn't JDS watching. <laughs> always misses the robot dick. No, JDS push up machine. And just never said anything. I don't even know why I'm your guys' friend. Joshua <laughs> Mason. But you go by Josh. Why didn't you yeah. go by Josh on your book? I don't know. I thought it had a little bit more pop to it. Joshua Mason as a, uh, what do you call it, a pen name. Mason's not my real last name. It's actually my middle name. Oh, really? Name. Yeah. What's your real last name? We'll call you by that. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Were you hoping there would be some confusion and they would think you're the Joshua from the Bible? Um, that's happened before, actually. I mean, I can't go near a wall without people getting nervous, so, uh... Did he do that? I don't yeah, really know. Yeah. <laughs> he made you look like a damn fool yeah, yeah. by knowing more about the Bible. <laughs> I know. Joshua brought down the walls of Jericho. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a whole song about it and everything. Like Chris Jericho yes. so much. <laughs> Trying to bring him down. Um, and, uh, Josh, Joshua, or Josh, however he likes to be called... Uh, you're the writer of 8-Bit Bastard 1 and, what is it, Levels 1 and 2? Is that how you call yeah, it? Yeah, well, there's there's two books that I squished together into one audiobook, 8-Bit Bastards. Why did you choose to not make two tiny audiobooks? Because uh, nobody or likes a tiny audiobook. They would be tiny, they'd be five hours, right? Yeah, but I mean, if you got one credit a month to spend, you know, I mean, when I personally look for audiobooks, I usually for the at least nine or ten hours of listening for one credit, so. See, yeah, I'm the opposite, but uh, I won't pick up a book if it's under 10 a lot 20, of times really 20, I, I won't go for 10 because i don't like it to drag on but i get most of my audiobooks for free just by schmoozing up to the authors there you go. <laughs> messaging them for weeks at a time until they give me a free copy uh for your credit it was only like maybe a week or two that you were schmoozing me but have you have you listened to any of ours i listened to your one with uh eric rounds uh the one that you sent me there and i thought that was a pretty good one eric's a good kid He's yeah. he's an all right guy. He didn't give us free copies of that OC video game he made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually he's working a on a. Uh, Isn't he older than you? I don't know. Uh, no, not many people in the genre are older than me. Actually, I'm I'm turning uh, 46 this year. So oh, me too. 
Really? No. You're full of shit. <laughs> I feel like... like I say shit could... on this podcast? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we wish you'd say it more often, honestly. I, I feel like you could definitely tell um, that you're a little bit older than most of the authors in the lit RPG because of the games that you're referencing a lot. I, I feel like I I did I mean I grew up in the Nintendo we had a Nintendo but yeah I don't I didn't like you got Cameron Milan writing <laughs> book yeah. and then and then you're you're writing My Night with Pac Man oh you <laughs> definitely have the best like book cover you're from the minute I saw your book cover I couldn't wait to for the book to be on Audible I designed like, that book not, cover I can't actually read, but. <laughs> I saved a lot of money on this book because I did, I did the book cover myself. I did the audio book cover myself. I mean, I'm not a whiz with Photoshop, but I mean, it's 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 based on the old black book or the black uh, black box Nintendo covers. There, like when the Nintendo first came out, there were 16 games. Uh, like uh, golf was one of them, and uh, Excite Bike, and they all had this very distinctive black box with the slanting text and everything like that. And that's what I got mine. That's, I'm glad to hear that because I need an audio book cover design. I'm just going to have you take care of that for free. <laughs> Can you make an 8-bit slime girl? I could. That's pretty. Slimes are pretty. Uh, pretty. I'm the present in the 8-bit world. Yeah. Did you do the dragon? Did you? You drew he that. Just in? said he. I know he said no, he designed no, the okay, cover, no, but I designed the cover. But he's right. I didn't do the dragon. I got the dragon off of. Uh, off of. Uh, uh, it's pretty much a take Google? all this pixel art and use it as you want to use it. I forgot the name of the site. But uh, it's, it's all I, I want I want an apology. I want to stop the podcast until I get an okay. apology. I'm sorry we let you be on this podcast <laughs> for so long. Did you design the cover too, the snake? No, nope, the snake was from the same guy. So I, in in the very first page on the uh, copyright page, I referenced the guy, the guy that did the snake and the uh, dragon. That's kind of you. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of adopted the dragon. From the, I'm not wearing my T-shirt now, but I had a whole bunch of T-shirts printed up with the 8-Bit Bastards logo. Did you see our shirts? The slime Girl? Yeah. <laughs> they all match. Those, are uh, those polos or are those like uh, buttons? Yeah, these are polos. We all wear we, ma- we wear matching shirts every week, and we want someone to say nice shirts, but no one ever does. We're not getting enough credit for our... <laughs> our uh, the Slime Girl's not big enough. It looks like you, you sneezed or something. I mean... In this, well, this resolution, isn't, anyway. this isn't the slime girl from the book. The slime girl from the podcast. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Why do you, you always do this? You like I want you put to... just random shit up against. It's a visual podcast. So anyway. I want to apologize really quick. Uh, my background here. I know they can't see it if they're listening, but I teach English to little Chinese kids at about three in the morning every day, and uh, it's just like a second job to accompany the uh, the the writing career. And uh, so this backdrop that you you guys are seeing, it's got like the alphabet and little sharks and animals and the map of the world and stuff like that. That's that's for the benefit of uh, my little Chinese students. That's a fun okay. game. That makes more sense. I thought you were going for like a Pee Wee Herman kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that before anybody had any questions. So do you do that, obviously, if they're in Chinese? You do it online or? No. Yeah, it's a program yeah. called a VIP Kid. All you need is like a bachelor's degree in something, and anybody can do it. And uh, there are 25-minute classes. They pay you like uh, 10, 12 bucks a class. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Sweet, I'll do it. Yeah, do you uh, do you, do do you, you have speak to Chinese? I feel no, like... I don't know any Chinese. It's a lot of me pointing at my mouth like this. And like going like this to have them repeat stuff, and uh, you know you don't need to know any Chinese whatsoever, which is great because I don't. It's good. That seems like. Wait, you were a teacher before, right? I think yeah. I read your, in mm-hmm. your bio that you were a teacher in a different country. Is that Indonesia, true? Indonesia. Yeah, I spent five Indonesia. years in Indonesia. That's what 
I was going to say, I thought you went to China recently, but it was Indonesia you went to. Yeah, Indonesia. Uh, that's, my, that's my home away from home, man. If I can make enough money to where, you know, I can comfortably support myself over there, which isn't much. I mean, you can live like a king on like two grand a month over there. A king. Like a, you can get a maid for $100. Like, now, let like, me... A live do they have classic video your, games? Maybe you, know. you could do that. While we're talking about Indonesia, that brings us to the real reason I invited you on the podcast. Oh, okay. What was that disgusting ass KFC with cheese? Oh, the cheesy, the cheesy chicken rods. Oh, you know, they're, they're just called cheesy rods. They don't even say the word chicken. So it's like this big dick of chicken, like breaded chicken. Are you looking at it right now? Yes. Yeah, it's like a this big. This isn't it. That's not it. Okay, well this then I don't know what. Like we're... your favorite food, right? <laughs> no, you keep talking about this disgusting. I watched the video of you eating it, and I. Almost... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, KFC cheesy rods is what the oh, KFC is huge over there, and it's copied. They have California fried chicken, they have Texas fried chicken, but the KFC brand is huge over there, and they bring out the weirdest stuff. So they have the cheesy rods, which is like a big dick of chicken mm. with a stick in it, and it's got like a like bright orange cheese sauce drizzled over the top of it yeah, that looks delicious i'd eat it the I picture mean, looks delicious the, the the picture they, they did a good job with it but the actual um presentation see i, I ordered it uh they have a it's kind of like uber eats it's grab and it's guys on like a whole army of guys on motorcycles that will pick anything up and bring it to you in like 10 minutes no matter where you are in the island and uh it's it's such a great little service it's anything you want anything you can think of donuts they'll they'll bring it to you it's like a really but, nice uh, gang yeah, so I had this guy show up in a motorcycle just with a, <laughs> a little bag with a with a cheesy rod inside it for me, and uh, my life was never the same since. Well, I feel like you're doing this teacher gig. All you need then is just the this high speed internet, and you can teach wherever, right? Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, that's all you. That's all they require is high speed internet. You need a stable internet connection. And I got that here in Seattle, of course. Indonesia is a little bit more hit or miss depending on where you live. I mean, Jakarta is huge, and they got high-speed internet there. But uh, it's it's such a crowded city. I'd like to get outside in the jungles a little bit more. Well, tell him about your Starlink. Yeah. So, well, do you really want to get into this? That's yeah. his Starlink. I thought Elon Musk did that. No, that was him. That was me. No, yeah. SpaceX is launched, but they've launched. A, I'm as of yesterday. Fly. As of yesterday, 180 satellites <laughs> are in the sky. Really? And I they heard only the need. Well, they only need, and they're doing it twice a month. 60 satellites twice a month. Does he own the space? He owns space. He, yeah, he owns he the space. He's going to put 40,000 up there, but. The only problem is they probably won't cover Indonesia for. No, they. I mean, they're satellites, so they they cover the damn world. That's the whole point of this. Well, thing. he says you can. He says they can do moderate coverage with 400 satellites. Well, you know that's why Trump wants the space forces to shoot those down, mm -hmm. so yeah. his his pal can eat can. Apparently, you can forcing you to. Apparently, you can see the the satellites before they launch. No, like right now, they're they're flying. They're they're in low orbit. Oh, we can see. <laughs> That reminds me of uh, uh, the the flat Earth people. Uh, they they have you, you guys followed the flat Earth movement at all? Oh yeah. There's a uh, oh my god, it's so. Don't alert. say too much because Josh is yeah. I'm all about the flat Earth. The flatter right. the Earth, the better. <laughs> But the, one of their biggest arguments is like they show all these pictures of the Earth and they argue and they're like, well, if we have all these millions of satellites surrounding us, they're like, show me one satellite. You can't pick out one satellite on this picture of the Earth. And I'm like, you're not going to be able to. They're itty bitty. But it's one of their biggest arguments is like, where are the satellites if this globe picture is real? Well, I want to know if the if the Earth is not flat, yeah. why are our shoes flat? Ah, I, I yes. Another good if argument. If the Earth is as flat as everybody claims it is. How come if you take a 
like a basketball and pour water on it, uh, all the water disappears. We got tons it. of water on the ground right now. Mm-hmm. When right. it rains, there's water. <laughs> They've just proven you three <laughs> I times don't know now, what Josh. That means. <laughs> well, that, I'm actually uh, on, on Royal Road. I'm writing a book called uh, Flat Earth Online. It's about this uh, flat, earth, flat Earth. It's about a flat Earth uh, YouTube uh, guy that makes YouTube videos, and uh, NASA shows up at his door one day and throws a black bag over his head and kidnaps him because it turns out he was right all along. It's uh, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I'm writing it from the point where the people can't tell if I, I'm serious or I'm not, and like the comments on it so far is like, I don't know if this guy is really believe in the flat earth but it, it's fun i'm having a ton of fun with it you should write uh in the beginning put it based on true events yeah <laughs> there you go there we go well, i think it'll be a market for this snap up anything for flat earth what what is is this like a, a web serial or something yeah um, it's not very long it's only like three chapters so far but uh yeah it's called... like a chapter every so often yeah and you can just read it as he goes. Is Rainbow Road is that like on the dark dark web? Yeah, yeah it's the dark Ro- web. Royal Road, Royal Road. So we gotta trade like <laughs> it's seven, seventeen roses to read your story, or no? You no. pay him Bitcoin. What does that even mean? That's what they use for. That's what they used to say on the Craigslist for the hooker. Yeah. Oh. You gotta bring her eighteen roses. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm yeah, feeling that's like why I missed you always out. got beat by hookers. <laughs> You're like, I thought you wanted these flowers. That's funny. So, the Royal Roads, Royal Roads, where I got my start actually with my first book, uh, Steam Whistle Alley. Um, it's yeah, a, it's tell, a, tell us about that. Did you design the cover? No, I actually paid for that one, and I think I've uh, finally broke even on the actual book. I don't Ooh. know if you guys can see it. It's pretty though. It's a, uh, it's a uh, set here in Seattle. It's augmented reality instead of virtual reality. So you put on this little pair of steampunk goggles, and uh, the city of Seattle kind of turns into this steampunk wonderland, if you will. And it's set like in the future, so there's flying cars, which become flying airships in the augmentation. And, uh, you know, you actually have to get up out of your seat and run around the city to play the game, which uh, a lot of gamers find off-putting. Well, we can do that. Pokemon Go. We were doing those (laughs) push-ups earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wrote it right when Pokemon Go was becoming a big thing. And uh, it's like, well, this is the future of that, right? I mean, if people are getting out and about to play games, this is like the ultimate conclusion of it, I think. Is that on Audible as well? Yes. yes. Okay, I didn't see that. If only I had like a credit of some kind to get that. If only someone would give me a free <laughs> um, I'm working. I'm working on a book called How to Play Pokemon Go: The Secrets Everyone Needs to Know. Uh-huh. It's gonna be pretty good. Did you? You only show you that trick. Again? It's, it's gonna be uh, like four pages, but I figure I'm just gonna sell pretty well. I feel like you should show him the trick. Yeah. Well. No returns accepted. No. What trick? What trick? Oh, sweet. oh my God! No, he just—he was trying to show us something in Pokemon Go earlier, and he missed with the Pokeball like twenty I, times. I had twelve, but I, I ran out. Yeah, I've never—I've never played that game. I have to confess, I've never played. Pokemon. Oh, it's just like that book, uh, Steam Whistle Alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's based off of. <laughs> well, good, good. I'm glad they based it on something I repeat. So why why did you why did you get into writing? Why? Well. Why not? Well, when I first saw Lit RPG, um, I well, Ready Player One came out, and that was that was huge for me just because it had so many beautiful little Easter eggs and little uh, references that I chuckled at, you know. And it's like, this isn't War and Peace, man. I think I can write something like this, you know, uh, something similar at least. And I gave. Did it you a like shot. War and Peace? Um, no, I never got through the first chapter just because it was. It's, it's not daunting. good. Yeah. I just started writing this lit rpg adventure my main character's name is warren peace <laughs> <laughs> that's good 
I like it. That reminds me of that movie Sky High, where yeah. they also had a character <laughs> yeah. more in It's peace. based on him. <laughs> but yeah, that's so, that's why I got started in the whole thing as uh, Ready Player One, pretty much. And then I went on to uh, uh, what's his name, Bagwell, uh, Waking Online, and all those yeah. books. And yeah. I really like those. And then I got into a couple of the the lesser known ones. I think like uh, well, like Shinhofen's not lesser known now, but uh, he was when I started when I picked him up. And I was like, yeah, I, I can write this. I can write this. So I sat down. <laughs> And uh, once I realized what some of the stuff people were actually buying, I didn't have to be a poet. <laughs> yeah, that's what's, that's that's what's really cool about the lit RPG group. You don't have to be well established for people to give you a chance, man. They yeah. just want a good story. I, I like that you were like, man, I like these references, but Ernest Klein is a shitty writer. I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. But that's what you meant, and that's what we no. all think. Actually, it was uh, it was uh, what's his name? Uh, Wesley, not Wesley Snipes. Um, Wesley Will, Snipes, yeah, we know him. <laughs> Will Wheaton. I don't know how I got yeah. those two guys confused. <clears throat> he did the audiobook for it, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. when I was listening in the car, it's like, yeah, I, I can see my. I actually sent an email to Will Wheaton, asked if he wanted to read Steam Whistle Alley. It's like I can't pay anything, but you'll get exposure. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> he never got back to me. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I appreciate it. You took a shot. Hey, I did. I put I put it up on the the gamelet for the gamelet uh forum on Facebook too. People got a chuckle out of it. It's like, dear Will, you don't did know. You know me. who he was at the time? You're like, oh, yeah. You're uh, like, you need some more. Did you? Wasn't did you at least offer him royalty thing? share? You're like, I, I can't even I offer you royalty share. But. <laughs> I offered, a, I offered him a cut. I was like, I can do royalty share. Yeah, I think I did, but I can't put anything down. It's like, <laughs> and like Ready Player One actually had Will Wheaton as the president of the internet in in the book. <laughs> and I said, you know, you're not a character in my book, but I can rewrite it in about five minutes if you want. <laughs> Didn't you try to get Reese Witherspoon to read your book? Yeah, she uh, sent me a cease and desist. Did you really? I'm still, I'm still waiting for a D&D from Nintendo, but uh, apparently I'm not big enough fit. Yeah, you got to keep it a little lower, though. <laughs> I don't, you didn't... Oh, maybe he did. Yeah, he, you he, well, just straight up named a bunch of games. <laughs> well, you can name games. I'm not you disparaging them. And, and as far as the cover go, that's what they call trade dress. And trade dress is like, I cannot make a video game and package it to look like a Nintendo game, but I can make something else and package it to look like a Nintendo like game. Condoms. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, Mario condoms. And that's the like thing, that. like, hopefully no one from Nintendo reads his book, because him making Mario the main character <laughs> Yeah, not that's just, that just, But yeah. the whole scene you gotta take a risk. Man, the he was pretty Peach, cool on a motorcycle. Kind of, yeah, when Mario got the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite part of the book? I yeah, love the, the plumbing. The, when, they, when they got the, the worm. Plumbing. When they saw oh, the worm. Oh, I did like the worm. <laughs> he was cool. I don't know what it's about yet, but... I enjoyed your character who didn't want to cuss... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The good art. Uh, end of uh, yeah, he uh, he. You've read the whole. Have you got to the end of it yet? Yeah. Yeah. So he ends. Oh, uh, read the the next one. Just well, the, the first. First two. and second are in the right. Audio audio. Got a book out, right? Yeah, but we're not gonna do. We don't talk about physical books. Right. We don't talk about books. Just Unless we did the audio book, which yeah, is the yeah. first two books together. Right? The, so, the like, only time we talk about physical books is when the author mails us the signed copies of the mm, physical books. Yes. <laughs> Autograph. Oh. Now they, these are actually sent back to me from uh, Ingram Spark uh, because uh, they like what they couldn't sell in the bookstore. They sent back, so they ordered like 50 copies, and I got sent. So I mean, it's I'm happy with that. I mean, Did I was up on the freaking shelf. Yeah. No, I have to buy the ones back at, at 
But I was up on the freaking shelf right next to George R. R. Martin, and that was like just a proud picture, you know, just because sheer shelf space with someone so huge. It was kind of cool. Martin That's Mason. The guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hot, oh, yeah, like War of the Hobbits or something. I, I, I have an idea. I was kind of thinking you could you could have 8-Bit Bastards as your textbook for your for your the the Chinese students learning English. <laughs> they have and to then buy it. force them to buy <laughs> they it. They have to buy yeah. it to take your class. Yeah. Now that's what JDS's uh, girlfriend she teaches high school. Yeah. So she made them all write a report on Slime Girl, and they mm-hmm. all had to buy a copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my good teaching buddy of mine in Indonesia actually used Steam Whistle Alley. Uh, he, he pirated it fast, but <laughs> he doesn't yeah. sound like a good friend. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he was using it as a teaching tool in his class. I thought that was, and I'm working on a sequel to that too. But that's that's down the pipe. After the flat Earth thing. Yeah, well, I don't. I'm, that's just kind of. I'm trying to learn uh, dictation uh, to be able to actually just record it that's and then where use you like talk. Yeah. Dictation software. Yeah, and that's uh, what you wrote Slime Girl with, and that's how you wrote your book. That's how I wrote my book as well. Really? Yeah. You guys have used dictation? Mm-hmm. I do. Do you? Uh, how much of a learning curve was involved? Because I'm finding it sounds totally different than my my typing voice right now. Well, this is what you do. You just say whatever you want, even if it's not a cohesive sentence or whatever. Just mail it off to your editor. They'll turn it into a book. <laughs> no problem. Just publish, yeah. You can just send them an outline if you got a good enough editor. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to my editor because uh, Chet Sandberg did a great job. And uh, he's, he's, he's been all over the forums. If you've ever been on those forums, you've seen him. But uh, he's a, he's an aspiring editor, and he just wanted the uh, – I'm on a royalty share as far as the uh, the books go because he wanted his name out there. So that's why you look at the cover. It says uh, it says uh, edited by Chet Sandberg in the little corner down there. Oh. So yeah, he got his name out there, and he's got some uh, bigger gigs now too. So um, he's actually pretty much editing full time, from what I understand. I heard he's editing Will Wheaton's book. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, wants I, you to he wants you to do the narration for it. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was actually thinking about doing narration, but I don't know if I got the chance. So are you still in touch with Will Wheaton? Uh, yeah, we uh, he came over for Thanksgiving. Um, kind of noisy. You get used to it. I think that'd be weird that because would, uh... you'd be like, why is his voice not fast enough? <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, shut up, Wesley. Like, can I, we, can we turn your speed up a bit? I admit that I listened to your book at times two speed, and that was a little too fast, I think. My book? Yeah, it just asked. <laughs> I was a I'm little trying, bit. Trying to picture that. How did you feel about the uh, the music? Did you want the music in there? I did, but I think uh, that was a. Uh... To my taste, it was a little bit loud, but fine. Um, I, yeah, I, I wanted to be loud as well. I did too, but <laughs> but uh, well, it was a little <laughs> bit. Should have asked more people, man. It, it was a little bit um, like I feel like we went quite a ways in the book before we heard music. Yeah, too. it seems sporadic. After that, came after that first time though, I was into it. Yeah, just, yeah. Well, it kind of comes out of nowhere. The boss music, I think, is when we first hear it because we don't hear it for the first half of the first book because they're not in the eight bit realm yet, right? We right. heard on we heard on the title screen like the intro or whatever, and then uh, we don't hear the effects really till uh, till a little bit into the game. I and, do uh, feel like you did a great job writing where you'd actually be submerged in the game. I thought the them talking about the music that's playing and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. clever. I know what my favorite. My favorite part of the book. Any any scene with uh, I can't think of his name, but the skeleton. Nestler. Guy. <laughs> Nestler. Yeah, he's good. 
What's up, <laughs> bitches? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted that reveal scene. That, that was one of my favorite scenes in the book because, you know, there's this, like, dark and dismal river and, like, this hooded ferryman comes, like, floating across the river on the other side and then he gets to the bank and he just throws the hood back. He's like, what's up, bitches? And I just thought that would be a, a kind of I didn't, I didn't get into him because, to me, he seemed like a bit of a rude dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's <laughs> my pet peeve. I know he was basically the bad guy but did you like the jester as well it made me think of like, pandemonium i liked him so much more than anyone else <laughs> i'm still rooting for him yeah the I, jester mm-hmm. yeah he was not really the great guy there but uh i like that game pandemonium and they have a jester as one yeah. of the main characters so i've never played that it's for playstation or you could get it on the oculus rift now <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I like the I like the idea of a character. Just he just came kind of came out of nowhere. And uh, it, I don't take the book. The book doesn't take itself too seriously. I think because I've had a few people comment. I was like, well, if they've been in this simulation for 800 years or whatever, they're gonna go crazy and like you know they're not gonna be so immature in certain places. And it's like, well, after 500 years or so, maybe you just stop caring, you know, and you kind of come full circle and revert back around again. I mean, who's to say? Yeah, and yeah. if you're not, it's, it's all speculative. Hating. And that's, yeah, that's the thing. You're like, oh, why would they be so immature? Like, you've never met anyone in their 60s who was immature? Yeah, I've met a bunch of 100-year-olds that are just, like, you know, teenagers again. So it's... We're laughing a fart joke just the other day. I got pants (laughs) by an elderly man. (laughs) You did? (laughs) Oh, that makes me sad. It was... We're going to start pantsing people again, though. Yeah, we should bring that back. It's good. It's funny. (laughs) It's funny no matter the situation. Exactly. (laughs) Funerals are the best. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, 8-Bit Bastards, uh, the 3 and 4, I'm going to do the same thing as I did with 1 and 2 and put them in the one audiobook. Um, I worked for Nintendo back in the day, and this that's where a lot of this love, you know, it's like Nintendo's been in my blood since I was a little kid. And uh, I mean, the other systems too, there's some Sega references in there and a couple Turbo Graphics references I sprinkled in. But uh, I was a gameplay counselor, which at the time I thought was going to be my job till the day I died. I mean, I only did it for a year back. And, and then got, the internet came and you were out of business. Yep, yep, exactly. Because uh, it's like problem. overnight. It's like they could look everything up on our computer, and it's like uh, our number went from a 206 number, which is a local Washington number, to a 1900 number, which charged a buck 99 a minute or something like that. And the call volumes just went right through the floor. So they, they laid off pretty much three quarters of their staff. But I mean, it was it was a gig, man. I mean, constantly on the phone, like Nintendo gameplay. This is Josh. How can I help you today? And like, it would be kids. It would be old ladies. It would be so many people calling up because they're stuck in Zelda or they're stuck in whatever. Or they want to find the blood code for Mortal Kombat or it's it was a dream job. When they switched to a one nine hundred number, did they make you talk real slow? <laughs> I hear you. No, they didn't. But but it's funny because the the kids they. The calls totally switched too. It was like Nintendo gameplay. It's like, yeah, what's the code for this? It's like, uh, up, down, B, A, start. Okay, thanks. Click. Bye. It was like 15 second calls. You know, as soon as they got the answer they were looking for, there was no uh, feeding around. You're like a, a phone game genie. Yeah. Phone game genie. Yeah. That, that was the original title, but then go through. Phone game genie. See, when he steals that line for his next book and doesn't mention us, we can be pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the phone game genie. Actually, there is a game genie coming. I've already got that planned for a future book. See, he stole that. Oh, you knew it. it. He's a physical. He's a physical genie. But I don't want to give you guys spoilers. But there's some big uh, changes in character arcs coming here pretty quick. What do you say to the people who claim that the eight bit bastards have nothing more to do? They finished it all. Yeah, well, that's what they thought. (laughs) 
That's what they thought. I mean, but then this whole bit realm thing opens up, and that was the one place they weren't able to go before. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. When, when they when they entered into the game, do they, did they pick their avatar? Do, I, I don't yeah, remember you, if that no, well, ever came up. Well, it's an afterlife, so you don't even have to play. I mean, I mean, it's it's an afterlife where you can do whatever the hell you want. There's gaming aspects to it, or you can just have a house on a lake and build windmills for the rest of your life. You know, I mean, it's, it's funny that you didn't answer the question at all. Well, so there's no well, game. It's 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 not. It's yeah, not, but do they pick an avatar when they die, or do they just look like themselves in the crime? Oh, prime? I see. I see what you're it saying. It started I you meant, years into them being there, so they, yeah. there was no like. There was no character creation in the in the thing, but um, yeah, I imagine I never got into that, but I imagine. I just was curious when I was trying to like you know when you're you're living in the mind of this character if he what they look like. Yeah, I, guess. I just pictured a big pink dragon for every character. Yeah, see, Josh, Josh <laughs> is of the opinion that you don't explain what the character looks like. You let you let the reader decide. You let the reader picture that they're the character, or. For lack of imagination, a little worm. <laughs> a little worm will do. <laughs> what about when you describe the character specifically as a celebrity that exists right now? You still <laughs> can imagine whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Some people imagine Michael Jordan. Some people imagine Michael B. Jordan. Uh, most people are imagining Michael B. Jordan most of the time. Yeah. Most people don't understand who he is. He's a good-looking man. Much better-looking than... Um, <laughs> I don't know who this is. Hold on. You don't Michael. know Michael Michael B. Jordan? Have you ever seen Creed? Have you ever seen Creed 2? Have, Have you ever, ever seen, seen Fantastic Four? Oh. The new one? <laughs> no. Oh, he is the Human Torch. He only plays NES games. Yeah. Oh, him. Yeah, okay. I know him. You do? Wait, yeah, his middle name is Bakari. Oh. Yeah. Is he you narrating know? your next audiobook? <laughs> you should send him a message asking him if he wants to. Um, oh, yeah, he was the... The, the rocker from Boxy. Yeah. The, <laughs> the rocker from what? Boxy. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the boxer. The boxer from Rocky. Oh yes, that That's is That's what I true. meant to say. Sorry. That other thing you said didn't make sense. <laughs> He's Lil Creed. Yeah. He's Creed. I thought you were talking about. I'm all messed up. I thought you were talking about the band. Like oh, the no. metal Rocky. Why would we be Creed. talking about Creed? Oh Creed. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Guys, that could be Creed posters behind you, for all I know. Oh, we don't. There's we, only one Creed poster in this room, if you can believe it. Well, the only band <laughs> we really get behind is Hoovastank, because Hoover they're gonna be in that new Doctor Who movie where yeah. they each are a doctor. I've been really Doctor Hoovastank. I've been really into Powerline lately. Yeah, they're pretty he's, good. He's good. Or Dejour. Do you know Dejour? Dejour means love. <laughs> I thought it meant of the day. No, that's that's a myth. <laughs> what? The shore means friendship. So the, you have killer references. <laughs> I like the way that you look at me because you know I'm the only one who's gonna know what you're I talking about. I figured everybody loved Josie and the Pussycats uh, the movie. Is that I, I not did true? as a kid. Tell, tell about Rex Manning Day. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what it is, but you can't hesitate on Rex Manning Day. Hmm. Rex Manning Day. Yeah, everybody eats blue cheese. See, this is the this is the podcast <laughs> where they 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 do really obscure quotes from Empire Records, and <laughs> you get it. That's all that matters. Is it? We can't all be quoting Lord of the Rings constantly. We can't all be stealing everything Nintendo ever did. 
<laughs> Speaking of stealing, uh, you know, I made some really great advertisements for this, uh, for this, uh, for this Eight Bit Bastard series, man. Have you seen them on the internet? So then the, the 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 old uh, retro gaming advertisements I've been making for Eight uh, Bit Bastards. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They they're good. they worked because, as I said, from the minute I saw the cover of your book, I've been waiting for it to come out on audio. Josh is laughing, and Josh knows why he's laughing. He's pointing out that I I would just slap a slime girl on top of his ass. Two days there. Like all my ads is like is like oh hey slime girl that's it's good man that's good <laughs> I like how you just steal other people's stuff which is what I'm doing but I did it first. It's an homage. It's an homage. I, I know, I know. I I got over it. It's not a big. Uh, you if know, you were you, really over it, you wouldn't have brought it up right now. That's true. Oh, it's like it, I thought it was funny. That's 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 my first history with Josh. We became friends since then. But you know that that's how I learned to. Uh, understand who he is as a person. Hey, best friends. Thanks for listening to JVJ Podcast. This week, we have a very special announcement. Your favorite podcast host, Josh Hatfield, published his first book on Amazon. That's right. The long-awaited slime roll is up and ready for you to buy. We'll leave a link in the episode's description. No, don't tell the Ooh. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> We're a little... <laughs> we we got into shoplifting a little bit, you know? <laughs> little and at the local store, they would they had like Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtle figures in a box, like a resale thing. And a few of us is like, we could get out with one. He took the whole box and left the store. <laughs> got away with it. Got, got away with it. Got away with I don't think they care. No one cares. And that's how I first found out about the Ninja Turtles. And stealing. <laughs> and stealing. <laughs> okay, you guys want to do some of these questions? Let's do it. Are these questions specific to like every author in the world or just like specific to me? There's specific they're not even about authors to humans right. in general you're and like humanity you're I like qualify. life coach now right. so wait wait you are a human correct yes then you should be fine yeah now yeah these a are a little dick. brainy do you have a calculator do i have a calculator yeah nearby not something specifically devoted to the purpose of calculation no you can use an abacus if you have to yeah <laughs> okay first question What's your favorite thing in your refrigerator right now? Refrigerator? Um, yeah. As two words? I copied and pasted. So. <laughs> Who wrote that? Who asked yeah. these questions? Spencer Hillary. Paul Spencer. Currently in my refrigerator, my favorite thing is the remnants of yesterday's roast beef dinner. I got a, uh, what do you call it? An instant, instant pot, and I cooked this big-ass roast beef with potatoes and carrots and onions. Uh, the leftovers are currently in the fridge, and, uh, it, you know, there's not a lot to choose from as far as a favorite fridge item, so that would have to be. Oh, your your favorite is not sat pudding? That is the favorite thing in my refrigerator right now. Sat pudding? Pig, big helping of stat pudding. Stat pudding. <laughs> sat pudding? Sabbating? Sat-pating? Sat-pating? Oh, sate padang. Sate padang. It's an Indonesian dish, man. It's an Indonesian yeah. dish. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, usually tongue, beef tongue on a stick, and uh, it's, it's like really spicy, and it's got all this, uh, uh, oh, man, it's so delicious. And the guy comes by your house, and you, so, you know, he comes by in his little cart, and he's got a little ding, 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 so you know he's coming. And uh, he cooks it up right on the grill right there in front of you, and uh, you bring your plate out, and it costs like a buck. How do you know it's fresh cow tongue? Well, Why is it covered in horse jizz? <laughs> do they put, like, is it pineapple? 
picture of it. We're oh looking at a picture God. of it. This just might Google not be it. a good picture. No, but... just Google it. It's the oh. first thing. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's... what's the sauce? Sadness? It's a, 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 a peanut sauce. Peanut. Oh. Peanut, peanut sauce. Nut sauce and a deep yep. tongue. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a, it's a party and a plate. Well, they use every part of the animal. Yeah. yeah. Well, they do. I mean, they use intestines and whatever. And uh, I mean, it's it's good stuff. It's it's they one of my favorite dishes. Jerk all off before they cut his tongue out. Mm-hmm. So, are you saying that we should uh, travel to Indonesia and get some? Dude, saute. the cost of living there, man, is just so incredibly cheap. It's it's an it's a miracle. I mean, I, you can think we could all go in on an abandoned firehouse. Oh. Yeah. And live there. We can like live kings. off. We can live off the eight bit bastard money and the uh, slime girl money. Yes. Yeah. Hey, uh, look up, look up the chicken room. church. Look up the chicken church of Indonesia because I think that's for rent. For rent? It's a, yeah, I think they. I heard something about them renting it out, and we could renovate that. It's a giant church in the middle of a jungle, shaped like a chicken. And then we could open up a ramen noodle stand. We'll bring a bunch of ramen noodles from here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, they have noodles there. It's the. What the are they? Ramen. Cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, they're rice noodles. They don't call oh. them ramen because. Can Americans own land in Indonesia? Um, you have to marry one first, I think. You have to marry the land? An, wow, an they're really lax on their rules there, huh? <laughs> yes. We I, I don't know. This. Actually, I, I think you can if it's uh, if it's of a sufficient... Oh. Yeah, the chicken church is dope. Is your wife Indonesian? Yeah, she is. All right, then we're in. We're you in. buy the land. We'll move in for free. All right. Like All I right, said, chick- you, get a, you, can, you get a maid over there for about $100 a month that lives in your house. So you give her free rent and you pay her $100 a month and she does all the cooking, ironing, cleaning. You never have to do anything. Related you have to feed her? Yeah. Well, she does the cooking, so she kind of well, eats, you know. Does she do the shopping? If she can, yeah. Does she, she make saute? Wait, oh my God, guys. <laughs> do you have to have a maid? Is this like required? Because you brought you it up like nine to. times. He you really don't have to, but why wouldn't you? Do you have you? to have a maid per person who lives in the house? Yeah. Yeah, one maid for everybody. They give it oh to you when you step off the airplane. That eight bit bastard's money, he'll have two maids for himself. Yeah. Question Can you get the maid to mow the lawn? They don't have lawns. What? Oh, this is even better. If if you're doing really well, you can have a maid for your maid. Whoa. Yeah, the maid's maid. Be good. <laughs> Man. That's what if funny. you marry your maid? Is that against the rules? No, that's has happened more than one. Are there case. a lot of rules? I know three the- I know three <laughs> separate teachers that have married their maid. Yeah. Oh. There are no rules in Indonesia. Wait, wait. So those maids are doing... A lot of them do, yeah. A lot of them, whatever you request, they'll abide. Like, marry me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely. Love me. No problem, sir. <laughs> I assume that's Indonesia. Indonesia's basically girls gone wild. Okay. Um, well, it's the and world's most chicken. Muslim country in the world. So, I mean, it's such a study in contrast because it's a democracy and they have freedom of religion, but there's more Muslims than any other country in the world living in Indonesia. But I, I see their little hijabs and some of them, like I saw one, uh, had her, she had her proper little hijab but it had the south park characters all over it and oh. i was like dude this was just just such a beautiful study in contrast i love it i and, saw uh, a family at subway wearing hijabs like two days south ago park characters no south park so what i'm saying is they need to loosen up a bit get some characters <laughs> maybe some slime girl stickers there yep. you go yeah um, that's a loose market. but it's it's a great country I talk about it a lot because it's it's such a big part of my life, and I hope to go back there this, within the next five years permanently. Is that where your wife's from? Did you already say that? Yeah, yeah. She was a teacher in my school. So, oh. but now she lives in Seattle with you? Yeah. So she's not a citizen there anymore. Can you still use her to buy land? 
Oh, she's a citizen. Oh, a dual citizen. She's, dual... she's not a citizen here yet. She's got her. She's got her green. There's, there's a whole process to to becoming. You a say you've been married for five years. Uh, I three. I taught. I lived for five years in Indonesia. Oh, I've been married for three years now. We you... assumed as soon as you stepped off the plane, you guys got married. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but well, well, I moved back here just because the visa situation in Indonesia was getting a little bit difficult at the time. There, there was a government transition or something like that. And it was hard for me to get my visa, so I came back to the states. I proposed to her before we left, and uh, we'd only been dating for like four months at the. And then, uh, it, the next year or so was the process of doing the fiance paperwork to get her over here, and uh, it's yeah, so many hoops to jump through, and so many pieces of paperwork, and then more with the green card, and then more with the ten-year green card. Then citizenship is the last. Jesus, that's, like, that's, that sounds like a lot of stupid, unnecessary steps. Yeah, pretty much. It but, seems um, like you have a lot think... of life experience that's happening right now that you could be writing down and then uh, slap like some some lit RPG spins on it and make it into a new book. <laughs> yeah, just, just add an HP bar and green yeah, card online. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, there's a there's a saute guy in Steam was Lally. I mean, I had to put an Indonesian in there just for. Uh, <laughs> Just for shits and giggles. That was my favorite part when he came by and he jerked the horse off on it. <laughs> they don't eat horse, man. But on the Northern Island, they do eat uh, they do eat dog on the Northern Island. But I've never tried it. I don't think I, I don't care it. for that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Hey, do, do they make uh, saute padang in in Seattle? Uh, there's an Indonesian restaurant here that does, yeah. Oh, man. And we've we've made it ourselves a couple times too. It's yeah. not it's well, not we'll, the same though. Yeah, we'll just have to stop by Seattle and. Well, yeah. did you just literally go to Walmart and get, like, a tongue and put peanut butter on it? Because that <laughs> would not be the same. Right there in the Walmart, man. I just had a cow tongue, and I was just smothering <laughs> peanut so butter. It? <laughs> it's, it's not cool the same. It's in Seattle, because as you know, Joshua Mason, anyone who comes on our podcast, also invites us to stay at their home for several weeks rent-free. So. Yeah, I got a whole basement down here. You can, you guys can just crash on that. Crash yeah, we're well, heading out to Canada to visit Tal Bachman. We'll, we'll take, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll yeah. take the bedroom. You can take the basement. We, we might be heading up to Canada to uh, watch a letter, letter Kenny uh, live on stage. Really? Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, they're, they're touring I now. They're touring to Canada and the U.S. Them. Well, we have, we watch everything with subtitles. I mean, my wife is an English teacher, and she speaks, uh, you know, perfect English. But when we're watching TV and movies and stuff, we still have the subtitles on just because. I have the subtitles as well, and I still don't. I hate. The I don't sub- have I the context so much. of like the sentence structure they're using. I don't know. It's you definitely have to get used to it, but yeah, I I lived in upstate New York for like about maybe ten miles from Ontario for a long time too, so I'm kind of used to the accent a little. Where at? Did you? I'm only did on you live in Utica, two, so I'm not uh, north of there, a town called Messina, like right up on the Canadian border. What did they call hamburgers there? I think they they didn't call them steamed hams. <laughs> no. Steamed hams. <laughs> Everyone got the reference, but you. I didn't get the reference, but I laughed because no I thought it was funny. No one gets your references, Josh. Okay, did anybody answer that? The, the fridge? Oh. Uh, the fridge yeah. question? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, said, uh, we, <laughs> yeah, yesterday's roast beef. And then uh, we went on the whole, uh, sate, what'd you call it? Sate padang? Sate padang. Sate padang. <laughs> so that was my favorite. Yeah, mine too. Mine's we all have sate Cherry padang. RC. Oh, I have cherry RC in my fridge too. So that's probably it. Do they have cherry RC in Indonesia? Um, No. Well, Do they have it in Seattle? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but then again, I haven't looked for it. I'm sure I can yeah, find they're it. Probably I know we have RC, so we should have Cherry RC. I uh, would think, yeah. But they're they're Walmart doesn't even cover it most of the time. Yeah. Cover it. 
Cover it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take don't. care of this. Don't worry. <laughs> we got your cheering arms. Uh, okay. He's vaping off screen now because we made fun of him. <laughs> oh, you can suck your robot dick on screen. No big deal. That was the robot dick. <laughs> I get it. Hey, what flavor is that? St. Padane? St. Padane flavor, man. <laughs> oh, man. That would be a weird flavor. <laughs> nice, tonguey, peanutty breath. Okay, right. question two. What mundane task do you enjoy the most? Mundane? Yeah. yeah. Um, enjoy? I enjoy? I kind of like uh, waiting for things, like like a doctor's appointment or whatever. I like just being in the waiting room waiting because no one can expect me to be doing anything. I don't mm. have to do dishes or laundry or take care On of On a anything. similar note, I kind of like traffic. Now that I have nowhere to really be, because I quit my job as a restaurant manager, and uh, right now I just kind of do Uber Eats and the, the teaching gig. And I like, like, if I'm on the freeway and it comes to a halt, I'm okay with that. I kind of feel this weird sense of relief that I'm not driving 60 miles an hour anymore, and I can just kind of chill. And- yeah. That is cool. Now, hang on. You worked as a restaurant manager. What restaurant? McDonald's? Uh, no, it's a, like a sit-down, 60-table uh, oh, restaurant. Oh, Denny's? Uh, no, it's a little step up from a Denny's, but not oh, too far out. Seattle Denny's. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, American food, like birds and pot roast and pasta like that. Well, I mean, all food's kind of American. Golden Corral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you guys located, by the way? Illinois. Oh. Land of... Lincoln. What was the question again? In Texas. Land of $150 oh. renewal for your I, car sticker. See, I, I do not like traffic, but I like driving because like drive give him a traffic wrap. I drive I drive traffic, traffic, looking for my chapstick. There's feeling a little car sick. There's a Ford Maverick. Maverick. Okay. I, I like it because I get I get to listen to audiobooks for I mean yeah. I drive forty five yeah. minutes a day so I get or forty five minutes to work and then forty five minutes back so I get an hour and a half of just myself me time listening to audiobooks or with podcasts. a nice seat that heats your butt I have a yep I got a butt heater <laughs> we don't get cold enough for butt heaters here we don't either we just like our butts sweaty yeah well they say we might get some snow this week but if it snows in seattle the whole town freaks out because we got so many hills here that it's uh it's it's absolutely insane when it does snow and sticks because the whole town just shuts down they don't know how to handle it so i assume the nightlife there is pretty crazy seeing how everybody's so sleepless yep (laughs) (laughs) timely tom hanks never seen that movie i haven't either it's average (laughs) so yeah, though. Um, you know what's cool about Seattle was that show Frasier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. But oh, God, no. Just, we do not need to talk about it. Let me take this shirt off and reveal my Frasier shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> Eddie! <laughs> Who is your favorite Frasier character? The brother dude. What's his name? Niles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta love him. Nothing it, better it than a dude perving all over someone all the time. Well, it's a, it's a love story. Yeah. And I mean... Uh, yeah. Did you know they took Frasier off of Netflix? Did yeah. they really? Why? That's why I canceled my subscription. Oh. Uh, the funny thing about Frasier is that every time it shows the Seattle skyline or any movie where you see the skyline of Seattle, it's always they just take the Space Needle and they just dump it in the middle of like a bunch of buildings. It's There's no view from anywhere in the city that shows what you see on Frasier or... Uh, I disagree. What all about, you have to do is look out the balcony and yeah. you see the needle all the time. What about yeah. the Elliott Tower where Fraser lived? He he had a great view of the Space Needle. 
Uh, there's no Elliott Tower, I don't think. There's the Columbia Tower, which I think it was based yeah. on, but that's a that's a that's a commercial place. So, <laughs> so she lives in Seattle. Yeah. Don't tell me Fraser is fiction. Yeah. He's fiction. <laughs> I'm not really here. His books are fiction. His books are fiction. Are you telling us all these facts we just spent putting into Fraser Online are wrong? Yeah, man. I didn't know you guys run the wiki, but wait, are we writing? Fraser no, we're talking Online? about the lit RPG adventure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what class would Niles be? Oh, he's the rogue. Uh, no, yeah, he's, he's a, a rogue. He's the secret bard. <laughs> oh, he could be a bard. I can see that. Mm-hmm. A pervy bard. <laughs> do you do you remember the episode where Fraser and Niles took a an auto class? No. It was a great one. I can, I've seen maybe the show's not really popular in Seattle, believe it or not, just because it's they take popular many places. Well, they take people, so many liberties with it. It's just people aren't smart like me, so they can't understand <laughs> Frasier and his cool references, his smart people references that I get. Yeah, I totally get all of those references as well. I do. Well, I do. I get almost every. What I do is I, I've watched Frasier about fifteen times the entire series. So if I don't get something, I just look it up. And then the so next you, time I watch the, it, I get it. So the now entire I'm series times 15 or 15 At least. Episodes. Oh, wow. See, I've I seen remember one time I was watching, yeah, I was watching Frasier in the last episode played. So I started it over, and my wife had the nerve to ask me if we could watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm surprised we're not watching Frasier right now. You can't watch it on Netflix, so uh, what was that? Sorry. Uh, I, I thought they were going to be... I thought it was going to be something Have you ever crazy. ground up those sunflower seeds into a nice paste and put them on some tongue? No. I've never actually made uh, the thing. And it's not like they serve you a whole tongue. It's very thin strips of tongue. No, it's not like you're... Oh, I, but I they know. still charge you a full dollar? Yeah. <laughs> you can't get anything for a dollar. No, I'm serious. Plate, plate full of fried rice is a... I never thought of Frasier. <laughs> Plate full of fried rice with chicken and eggs and vegetables and everything. I mean, they come to your door. It's about a buck fifty. But you're not paying for any uh, like health inspections, though. You know, so I mean, uh, like one th- there was this one uh, meatball salesman that sold like meatball soup came by our house and like I had a balcony at the house I was living on. I just kind of people watch and I see the uh, meatball salesman come by, and there's little street cats running along and the meatball salesman looks back and forth, takes the cat and put it puts it under his cart. And I don't know if he was taking it home for a pet or what, but I never bought me that guy again. I bet cat tastes fine. Yeah, I I'm not saying I don't believe you, but I question no, that was I the, actually bought the meatballs. That's a true story. And uh, yeah, I'd never bought meatballs. You bought meatballs from that guy. Well it depends how good were the meatballs. <laughs> but they were good. I mean that's oh, <laughs> that was before I saw the cat though, and then I was like, well, maybe the guy just really likes cats. Yeah, Josh, yeah, I know. I, know. I didn't want to ask him. That, that guy web. knows what's going on. And cats are fucking delicious, guys. <laughs> hey, and they're free. They're just everywhere. Yeah, there is a cat epidemic. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there is. There's cats know. everywhere. Cats everywhere. There, just street cats. Yeah. I, I'd put Why out a plate not eat them? Morning. I put out a plate of food and maybe get 20 cats on the porch. Oh, you know how many meatballs you can get out of those? I know, man. That's that's a, probably like five a cat. Yeah. I, yeah, but I mean, how many it's meatballs? It's just a lot of like picking. And I kind of assume they well, were grinding up everything. Oh, oh, that's true. <laughs> how many skinny did cats? you get for a dollar? Um, uh, for a bowl of probably ten meatballs in there. Oh, I'm kind of. Also, I was kind of thinking that you're on your balcony and you're just like, hey, 
and he throws you a meatball. <laughs> yeah, no plate involved. Just a. That's the life, man. I see why you love Indonesia. Yeah, can you there's a guy. Uh, he's got a bicycle with a sewing machine mounted to the front. And he just pedals around the neighborhood, and uh, he'll stop his bike. And if you got a pair of pants that got a hole in it or something, he'll just fix them right there for a buck or two. It's it's pretty cool. That's awesome. What if your your gloves, if the fingers are too long, can he fix that? What the hell are you wearing gloves in Indonesia for, man? <laughs> Crying seeds. Uh, yeah. Question three. If you could open a business, what would it be? Oh, uh, uh, pants yeah. sewing from a bike. That's not bad. Bad. Actually, um, I, wanted a, I wanted a version of, uh, of, they call them cocky limas, which means five legs, because uh, it's got two wheels and it's got two legs and a leg in the back that you put it down on when you're pushing around the neighborhood. And I wanted to open up an American version, you know, just for exercise, going around sounding like cheeseburgers or something like that, like the <laughs> Indonesian people. I, like, they see that, because when they see a white guy, it's, it's, they stop everything, especially if you're in a park or some tourist attraction or something like that. You'll get your photo taken about 10 or 15 times, guaranteed, just with, lo- Mr. Mr. Picture. Okay, come on. Yeah. So Do I'm they think they- you're Tom Hanks? They just think I'm white. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like I a. I see what you mean. I see the Tom Hanks there. Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. Do you know when what I, Tom Hanks looks like? When I had hair, I'd get uh, Mike Myers a lot. But that, like Michael know. Myers is killer? Or yeah, yeah, I see yeah. that. Indeed. So, realistically, if I was going to do one of these five-legged bike things, I what I would do is I'd drive around get some of those flexible rulers and have Let people, me have people pay me to sew rulers no. onto their pant legs. Ruler pants. Ruler pants. That's my idea. It's a good idea. For what? Then you would be able to see how tall things are just by standing by yeah, them. Yeah, you don't have oh, to. Oh, I thought it was for like measuring yourself at the urinal or something. I was like, that's no, not no, no, a great the pant, idea. It starts at the ground no. and works its way up. Yeah. There's a, there's a tribe, uh, and they sell these as... Uh, yeah souvenirs yeah. over there and um they're they're kind of notorious for being uh, like one of the least endowed cultures in the world and it's it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 true from what i've seen but um they Did sell you these, see a lot while you're there you'd be surprised because when they're at urinals they have this little hose in the back of the urinal that just spouts water out of it, right? And it's not like running down the back. It's just shooting straight out. And they grab handfuls of this water, and they splash it on their uh, junk after they're done peeing. And uh, it's it's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. But, Cleaner culture. Yeah, that's oh. smart. How do you not get water all over your pants? You, you do. do. I mean, you, they don't have toilet paper there either. Or do and, you uh, take your pants off? Whoa, whoa, let's go back to that toilet paper thing. What? <laughs> You haven't heard about this? I've been espousing this in social media. We have we don't have toilet paper in my house because like right when my wife moved here, we installed a hose. It's like a hose with a sprayer that you got like at the back of your sink, you know, and that's what we use. Like a bidet. Yeah, but it's not built into the seat. It's just where the <laughs> toilet paper goes. And there's a hose with a sprayer. And uh, yeah, in Indonesia, in most Asian countries, you never give anything with your left hand because your left hand is the poop hand. That's the hand that does all the cleaning up. What huh. do they do to left handed people in Indonesia? They, um, they have their own little village, and they, they kind of, you know, if you're born left-handed, you don't tell anybody, and you learn really quick to write with your right hand. That left hand, like... I, we should adopt that in the U.S. The people who are making your meatballs are packing them with two hands. Yeah, there's but, no yeah. way to not... 
They're using that poop hand. Well, you know, you know, you'd be surprised at things I'm immune to after five years there too, man. It's like I don't get sick anymore. It's great because I mean I've been exposed to probably every little German virus that that's out there. And then uh, I take that back. I mean I will get gastrointestinal distress when I go over there, but as far as colds and like uh, anything like that goes. I never get so it. Was your first year where you just constantly sick? Oh, <laughs> constantly, man, constantly. I was with fevers and 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 colds, and I got a. They said to expect it. They're like, your first year here, you're going to get sick a lot. So just if you have to call in sick, just call in sick. Okay, I'm sick. But yeah, year two, man, it was great. Everything after that. <clears throat> so what you're saying is, don't vacation there for a week. No, you can. I mean, you, you, you don't, you don't have to. You don't have to eat from the cat cat cycles either. You know, you can go to actual What's Western restaurants. Yeah, I'm eating from a cat cycle if I go. If I go to Indonesia, every fucking cat cycle I see, I'm saying, toss me a meatball, brother. <laughs> eating me a meatball. Throw me one of those left-handed meatballs, my friend. Eating and put some stink on it. <laughs> go to KFC and be like, put some cheese whiz on that. Well, the, the other famous KFC dish they had was their Choco Chicken, which was fried chicken with chocolate sauce, and that was that sold well for a while. I, I think I'd be okay with that. Chicken with chocolate? Yeah, sure. Was it they good? used to sell those Taco Tacos at, at KFC all That's the time. That's not the same thing. That's ice cream, yeah. Same. But no, over there, chocolate and, uh, chocolate and cheese is a huge combination that I never thought I would like, but like desserts, you see chocolate cheese desserts everywhere, and it, it tastes so freaking wonderful. It's well, two, flavors that, two flavors that you wouldn't think go well together, but they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of doubt it's like nacho cheese, right? It it's, is. Uh, have you had the apple strips at that that taco place in our town? No. Is it is it like nacho cheese? They put uh, um, usually shredded. It's shredded cheese. Apple. Yeah. Oh. Pie it's not a sweet cheese. cheese. It's a savory cheese. Yeah, savory cheese and the sweet chocolate. What's sweet cheese. Oh, like cream cheese. Cream cheese. Oh, it's not really cheese, is it? Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely it's cheese. cheese. It's been creamed. Uh, it doesn't cheese. make a good grilled cheese, that's for sure. Sweet no cheese is a good nickname for somebody, I think. Sweet cheese? Sweet cheese. What's up, sweet cheese? Maybe that could be your next book. <laughs> you yeah. Go buy sweet cheese. Nestler's going to call someone that, and we're not going to get any credit. Yeah. It's the way it is. Yeah, we write everybody's books for them. So did you have a business you wanted to open? Yeah, I'd like to buy the chicken church and turn it into an old-fashioned old-timey ramen stand. Oh, oh, I like ramen. That'd be so good. A little fish cake sometime. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that chicken church awesome? I've seen that, that in person, man. Cool. I'm going to look into buying that. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You're going to yeah. leave here. And everything <laughs> well, you're serious. I'm yes, going to buy I am buying, buying a damn chicken church in Indonesia. I don't see why I wouldn't. It's a good business plan. <laughs> I think I would be. I think I would be happy in Indonesia. I, I do think too. We'd be happy if you were in Indonesia. I think uh, you would no, get no, a probably. lot of respect over in Indonesia. <laughs> well, here's here's my interview. My, my, my interview when I he first went to there horse there. was so freaking funny because it was on the phone at like two in the morning. And I was out at the bar that night, and I get back, and I was like, oh, crap, I got the interview with the Indonesian guy for the school. So he's like, hello, how are you? And I was like, I'm fine. He's like, oh, so we little formalities. And he's like, so you have a bachelor's degree? And I was like, yeah. And I could tell it was an Indonesian guy. He had a heavy accent. <clears throat> and he's like, and you know that Jakarta is not a tropical paradise, right? You know, it, we're a very crowded, very polluted city. And I was like, yeah, I've researched a little bit. And he's like, and are you white? And I was like, yep, I'm white. And he's like, oh, when can you get here? And that was the entirety of the interview. <laughs> it was, there was no English language instruction or, or questions or anything like that. And uh, I was like, wow, that's the craziest interview I've ever been on. And like, what did you, what did you teach there? English. English. Did mm -hmm. you, what do they, what is, 
What language do they speak there? Indonesian. I had a feeling. Do you speak Indonesian? Yeah, I do. Okay. You pass. I mean, you're white. Five years. I didn't speak it when I lived there, but actually I did speak a little because I first went there doing archaeology. This is a cool story. If you want to hear a story. Yeah. You got time? You got time for Especially a story? about archaeology. We love dinosaurs. We don't uh, think they're uh, real, uh, uh, but... They're not real. Dinosaur, archaeologists... I don't know if you're being funny. Archaeologists have nothing to do with dinosaurs. <laughs> I figured you were like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And that's Yeah. That's Paleontology is the dinosaurs. Archaeologists... So you put on the hat, you got the whip, you look for the dinosaur bones. Go on. <laughs> there's no dinosaurs, man. It, that's paleontology. We, we know there's no dinosaurs. <laughs> we're telling you, dinosaurs never existed. We get it. Right. It's a scam. So uh, I was going to the University of Washington. We had a three-month field school in Indonesia. These remote, remote islands that are like 15 hours on a on a on a boat from the nearest civilization. And we spent three months there uh, in the Spice Islands of Indonesia. It was the world's first source of nutmeg, and uh, it it was just so much colonial history there. I said, close that place down. Nutmeg's gross. (laughs) There were ten islands, and at one point in time, the Dutch owned. all of them except one, and the British own the last island, but the Dutch won the monopoly on the spice trade. So the Dutch traded this little teeny tiny island, uh, the, the English traded this little teeny tiny island in the middle of Indonesia for New Amsterdam and the New World. And New Amsterdam went on to become New York City. So the Dutch traded away New York City for this little piss piece of land in Indonesia somewhere. But that's where yeah, we're yeah, They got all the nutmeg, though. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about New York City? Yeah, really? Yeah, hey. You know, people go to New York, but every Thanksgiving, people are eating pumpkin pie. You can't have that without nutmeg. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it's worldwide. It's one of the ingredients in Coca-Cola and Dr. Pepper, too. It's part, it's part of their cool. secret formulas. Not yeah, there's 23 ingredients. Well, maybe they eat pumpkin pie, but they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, not the nutmeg. <laughs> the, it's because they don't have the nutmeg. Yeah, yeah, because of the nutmeg. Well, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I made... A sweet potato pie for the first time this year. Is I that use nutmeg. Than pumpkin pie? Yeah, it's different as in it's made with sweet potatoes, but it tastes like a really good pumpkin pie. You know what the secret ingredient is? In pumpkin pie? Yeah. Pumpkin? Well, that's not secret. Nutmeg. <laughs> nutmeg. It, a lot of people nutmeg. don't know. There's actually <laughs> 11 herbs and spices that they don't tell you about. They're There's all the nutmeg, cheese, though. The cheese sauce that you, you mix into it. <laughs> Corey's secret is instead of grating up the nutmeg, mm-hmm. he just throws a bunch of whole nutmegs in there. Yeah. <laughs> Crunchy. I, I, just, I just get a bushel of nutmegs out of the big nutmeg tree. Yeah. And I just <laughs> put them right in. Well, it's a, it's a fruit about the size of a small apple, a green fruit. Yeah. That's, that's and what the, I was the, uh, And the, uh, the nutmeg is the nut on the inside, but there's like this red webbing around the nut that's called mace, and that's where the spice mace comes from. Mace, like, spray in people's faces? No, it's the spice called mace. It's kind of like I a savory. I never heard of it. Yeah, you wouldn't. I'm not a archaeologist, so yeah. I don't know a lot about spices. <laughs> or dinosaur bones. Or dinosaur bones. <laughs> but that, that's that's why when I first went to Indonesia, I fell in love with the country, and I was like, I got to go back. So, so, so like... Um, do you have, like, your, I don't know what you would need for that. To be an archaeologist, do you have, like, your certificate or diploma or whatever? Uh, yeah. Do you have your archaeology license? Did you watch all four Indiana Jones movies? Yeah, um, man. Well, I mean, the, it was for pickup lines more than anything, because, like, when you tell a girl you're, in a, you're going to school for archaeology, she's like, ooh, like Indiana Jones? And you're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to see your Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> <laughs> what this girls are that? 
No. <laughs> and honestly, the only good Indiana Jones was the fourth one. Can we all yeah, agree on that? Oh, yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, he boofed it up. Harrison Ford did, did nothing for that He's movie. He's old. Get him out. <laughs> yeah. I want to see coming some up, there's, a, there's another one on the way. With... Is there? What's the point, yeah. man? We peaked. <laughs> like, obviously, <laughs> well, you need number one, but two and three are just middle stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. just how you get to four. You're just going to end up with a whole, like, wave of kids named Indiana. Mm-hmm. You know? Indy. Well, it's funny, like, because the uh, whole Nazi connotation in Indonesia, they have this coffee shop there yeah. in uh, one of uh, yeah. In a town in Bandung, Indonesia, that's all Nazi themed. I mean, it's oh, called like the SS God. coffee shop, and they have like all this memorabilia on the walls and stuff like that. And I was like, you guys realize Hitler probably would be too fond of you guys, right? <laughs> they just love the they love the uh, the imagery of a guess. I don't. Did you did you go there? No, no, no. I would feel unbelievably uncomfortable. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, I would never go there. But I mean, it was it was it's there. And uh, you will you'll see swastikas everywhere too, like on the back of people's cars. And it's like, what? What? You guys don't well, understand. That's, that's kind of great, though. It's like a real f you to Hitler. I mean, it's he's not feeling it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if unless he is. Yeah. We don't know. He could be. Actually, they said that's where he went was Indonesia. Like, uh, well, well maybe he started a trend. Yeah, could start a coffee shop. <laughs> he's got a little cocky lima he's pushing around a little five legs like through the neighborhoods right now oh he he was the meatball guy yeah question four if you could be a member of any tv family which family could would you want to join frazier no one else can say that okay do you, do uh, becker <laughs> Do you well, guys think when Hitler cheers. comes back, he's just going to goose step in? No, he's going to sneak in comes back. with a cart with meatballs. <laughs> yes. Uh, Why are we not horrible. thinking about the TV family? Also, Becker. Obviously. I already said that. Uh, but I want to be part of your Becker family. He, he said only one family. I would say. No, he said only he can say Frazier, but we should oh, all say Becker. okay. Me and you so, can hang out with Ted Danson at the Becker, was it coffee shop well, maybe? he was a jerk. And the blind guy's there. Let's think what? of a different... Who would we fit in real well? Fam- well oh, Cosby. No, Cosby show. No, I would, I'm would. i going to be a Cosby kid. <laughs> Saved by the bell. Ooh, oh, God. Family. What constitutes a family here? I mean, can like can we start a family with somebody in a TV show, and does that count? Okay, let me just put a stop to oh. the fact that you're going to say Marge Simpson. That's creepy. <laughs> no, yeah, I that's would creepy. totally hook up with Amy Jo Johnson from Power Rangers, No, and we would have would a family of Power Rangers. Totally hook up with Amy Jo Johnson <laughs> yes. from Interstate 60, because oh. I know she's, she's loose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would be part of the Parts and Recreation family. Because they're, oh. they're a tight, they're a tight knit family, right? I, I would work yeah. there. Yeah, that Chris Pratt, he's a pretty <laughs> cool guy. Is he still on that? It's over, but he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that show's been over for like thirty. Is that Chevy Chase in that, or is that the other one? No, Chevy Chase. No, that's uh, that, that's Community. Oh yeah, Community's the one I'm thinking of. What's Parks and Rec? That's, the one with Amy. The one with uh, Amy Joe Cole. The, the dumb and, office ripoff. Yeah. And Ron yeah, Swanson. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, they even used some characters. <laughs> they're all dumb. Well, it's got the same writers. The Does Office it? was dumb. Uh, whatever we were talking about is dumb. Everything the you like is dumb. dumb. <laughs> Frazier's dumb. Frazier's not dumb. Frazier's, Frazier's smart. Frazier's That's why he stupid. Makes... Okay, how many? How many freaking? No, don't even talk about his Golden Globes or Emmys or whatever. I don't I'm not, give I'm a gonna, shit. I'm going to talk about 
uh, noted opera singer Ronaldo Tabaldi, who you don't even know exists because all you do is watch the freaking office. So all you know about is who's the guy from the office? Steve Michael Carell. Steve Carell. Enrico Palazzi. He's a really nice guy. No, he's probably not. He probably isn't. He's probably an asshole. Hey, do you have any? Um, this is a a weird question, but do you happen to know Judge Judy? <laughs> what? Like, that is a weird what, question. We talked about what it level? before. Are we talking we general knowledge or carnal knowledge or what? No, like personally. Yeah. No. Does she live She's kind of. Listen. Just, if, we, if we just, just keep asking people, somebody ask know. around <laughs> if anybody you know happens to know her personally. It's seven. It's seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. We're just we're trying to find her. Does she live here? We no, don't know. Okay. We don't Judge know. Judy. Look. All we know is we all freaking think Judge Judy is awesome. Oh, I see. That. And our ultimate, <laughs> the reason we do this podcast is eventually we're going to get her on here. The closest we got was Tal Buckman. <laughs> <clears throat> One funny. day. What were we talking about? Oh, I, <laughs> oh, we both we all said Cosby, right? Yeah. Who wouldn't, who said, wouldn't be Cosby kid? Okay. Or maybe he would go to your tap dancing classes. <clears throat> I could use a nap. Yeah. Become the ghost dad. All the great stuff. Yeah, no. What's the what's the Cosby spinoff? I'd do that one. Uh, Cosby? No, the one without Cosby. The one with his kid. I don't know. There was the one without his wife. That's Fraser. Yeah. Yeah, that's Fraser. <laughs> Look, he's eat- <laughs> I always wondered what he was eating. I think those it are fried like, green beans. No, it's pesto. Pesto. It's pesto. Mm, that's Fraser. Uh, but right. seriously, what feel like what would be? Uh, the OC. I would be a a Cohen. I think we would all. Well, no, no. that'd be awful. There'd be a lot of drama, but there I think I could drama. get through it. I'd be really entitled. I don't want to do that. What family had it hard? <laughs> Sanford's. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd be a, I'd be a part of the, uh, what do you call it? The new Lost in Space family. The Robinsons. Yeah. No, you watch awesome. that? The, the new Lost Is in that Space new? on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. They, they, have, they brought out a new one. That's I the number it. one uh, family show right now, according to my Alexa device. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, isn't that show like 20 no, they re- years yeah, they re- old? They re- they re- What's happening? It. Yeah. So. Okay. Will Robinson. Will Robinson. I would. Ooh, what show was Will Wheaton on? I would do that one. Star Trek. Star I'd Trek. be on the Star Trek. So there I'd you hang go. Out with Will Wheaton. Uh, I'd be a crusher. Oh yeah. Okay. Last question, guys. I'd try to be Riker's son if I had the chance. Oh man, I'd be. <laughs> That's a great last name for a character, Rikerson. I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> Consider that stolen. Mm, we, we consider everything we do on this podcast stolen. Josh okay. Rikerson is, is my new MC. I love it. Question five. If you had to lose one of your five senses, which one would you lose? Oh, my God. Sight. Sight. <laughs> so sick and tired of seeing. <laughs> I mean, what one would probably smell, right? Oh, no. Taste. Well, would, you can't taste without smell. So if you lose smell, you can't taste. Well, you, you I can. would like to smell things, but I don't want to taste things. I don't. So that's yeah, what I I would that sounds like a myth because I've held my breath and eaten stuff, and it still tasted bad. You plug your nose, you cannot taste anything. Don't tell you can t- get the textures, but let me see here. I would lose my my sense my of touch, sense of taste, how and then I would have sick abs because I would just eat vegetables and fruit and shit all day long. Best Buy ten twelve nineteen. I'm not gonna risk that. You know, you know, you can. 
Yeah, I can taste salt. Like, don't eat our ad. Just don't read this ad quick. All right, I'm gonna, I've got some paper. I'm going to eat some paper while he reads this ad. These are crappy sticks. I'm not going to read crappy uh, sticks. Read them. You can taste like uh, you can taste salt and stuff like that, but you can't taste the flavor. I taste this paper without smelling it. Okay, eat it. He's going to read an ad. Okay. Lol, we're jive. We play songs all the way from Drake to Garth Brooks. Just a few strapping lads looking to swoon some cougars up from the wild. With our stick, with our sick tunes, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you missed the whole point. You didn't hold your. You didn't fuck your nose. Yeah. It turned into a turned into an ASMR video. Uh, you can taste it. You cannot taste it. I taste it. He <laughs> tastes the paper. It tastes like paper. His nose is too strong. He can smell it through the. He yeah. smells it through his facial hair. He absorbs <laughs> it. Yeah. Osmosis. Did you make that? No. no that was close. I'll make it. I mean, the sense of touch. Yeah, yeah. I, that's my go-to. I think for losing a sense. Sense of touch. He just that's... wants. To, he wants to give himself a stranger. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Oh. Hang on. <laughs> 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 he won't be able to feel his wingling ding ding dong. Do you remember that episode of the Justice League where uh, Booster dongs? <laughs> where Lex Luthor put the guy in the robot body, and then the guy was like, "I can't feel anything," and Luthor was like, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> so he went crazy. Are you saying Lex Luthor or Lex Luger? What am I saying? What am I saying? Actually, <laughs> you're actually saying the right thing. I just okay. thought it was funny. No, I don't remember that. I do remember the when the Flash beat him up. It was yeah. great. When he almost when he was gonna kill Luther. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the Booster Gold episode? Yeah, this is a good episode. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what book I was listening to, but someone was a shapeshifter, and they're like, "Did I ever tell you about the time I turned into a flower pot for a week?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to figure out what book that was. That's a killer reference. That's a great reference. Next for to the us. steamed ham reference, this is <laughs> this is the best of the episode. <laughs> Why would you lose touch? You would have, you wouldn't be able to touch things. Oh, I considered it. Them. I considered it during your uh, diatribe there, and it's like, yeah, that's probably not the best. Um, because oh. you know how boobs are cool when you feel. Yeah, them? yeah. You do that anymore. It was my back pain speaking. So can I just lose the sense of touch in my lower back, and that's I'll it? I'll tell you. No, no. This is what we'll do for you. You can lose the the back pain, but you won't be able to taste that sautéed. Peanut butter fish yeah. anymore. The thing is, as a guy who's touched a ton of boobs, I'd never want to lose mm-hmm. that. Like, yeah. you know how they feel? Yeah. Like, like bags of sand. Bag, yes. Bags of sand, yeah. Yeah, I love a good boob. It, t- it feels like a <laughs> yeah. bag of sand. Yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> like testicles, but bigger. Uh, <laughs> so, so you would, as, as a room full of men who's slept with over three women, uh, we wouldn't want to touch... We wouldn't want to lose that. No. Uh, well, they taste good, too, though. I mean, why did you want Yeah. So I would, I, no. I would go with taste. Oh, no. That'd yeah. Be, because if I didn't no. care what food tasted like, uh, I would probably have more money. Yeah. And I would be ripped. No. I would look like John Stamos. Okay. I, I do. <laughs> I, that's a stretch. <laughs> still got I would look like a guy there. who could be around John Stamos. I could look like John Stamos's ping pong partner. <laughs> okay. Let me tell I you about something it. I ate. Okay. All right. A green bean. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the green bean. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> no, it was uh, it was sous vide lamb with mint chimichurri. Uh huh. After eating that, I could never lose the possibility of not tasting that. Okay, sure. but you don't like vegetables. Hate them. The hate only them. way we could get you to eat a green bean was to put it inside a capsule for you to swallow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, you know how many green beans you could have in your body? I still, it's not the taste. It's the texture. I love the taste. So I put them in the blender. I do that, too. I smoothie all my vegetables. I, I can't stand, like, spinach or anything, really. I like you, corn. I like carrots. That's it. Are you telling me you've had a green bean smoothie before? Yeah, I've had a spinach, uh, kale, green beans, uh, ginger, oh, beets. Kale. I stick it all um, in the Nutribullet. Okay, and just so you get fresh blended. ginger? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it piss you off? You're like, what the hell is this thing? It it smell <laughs> it smells like pepper, but it kind of tastes like lemon. Who created this? Root. <laughs> it's a it's a tuber. The devil's tuber. <laughs> it's not the devil. <laughs> it is the devil's tuber. You know I'm allergic to spinach. Are you? He's not. I am. You sound like my stupid wife. And <laughs> his stupid doctor. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, every time I've drank a spinach smoothie, I've thrown up. So explain that to me. I thought you were allergic to peanuts. No. What happened when you were getting sick every time you eat peanuts? It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's not going to stop me from eating peanuts. (laughs) But every time I I used to, you know, when I was making the smoothies, every time I put spinach in, I got sick. And every time I didn't put spinach in, I didn't get sick. Did you wash the spinach? Did you wash the spinach? The placebo. All I do is wash spinach. It's the placebo. My favorite mundane task? You're washing spinach. You're weak weak in the mind. And in the body. And the soul. I'm not weak. Soul's soul's like this. First off. And I can do five push-ups, Drew. (laughs) If you were a Pokemon, you'd be a one star. When you washed your spinach, did you use hot water or did you use soap? <laughs> he soaked up all the spinach. Yeah. Soap? Well, there's a there's a video on YouTube soap, about that. This guy is like, well, I'm making chicken today, and they say the first thing you gotta do is wash your chicken. So he had like like five pounds of chicken. He just dumped like Dawn dishwashing liquid all over it and starts rubbing it. And yeah. like he's doing a live stream, and this guy's like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> it was funny. It's, that's a real. That really happened to someone in life. That's how you do it. Yeah. Look at how that. else can you make that famous Night Quill chicken if you don't wash it? Night. Where you, you put Night Quill on. <laughs> Well, you gotta wash the chicken with with codeine, right? If it's available. Okay. Well, you can. I don't do know without. why you do it without. Huh. That's weird. Uh, so what was the question? Something about chicken. <laughs> I know that. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I think we all agreed hamburger. Yep. Yes, Damn. definitely. <laughs> Delicious, unforgettable. This is Josh. Thanks for coming on. This has been an unforgettable <laughs> episode. <laughs> It's a lot of fun, man. This is a lot of fun, yeah. So, uh, why are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. So, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself? Tell our fan where he can find you. Yeah. And uh, does that one girl still listen? Who? Julia. Oh, she never know. listened to this. Oh. Well, well, this is what we'll do for if you. If we post it as I think a my fan and your fan probably overlap. So here's what here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk to Julia. No. She lives in Canada. See no, if you can stay with. Wait, 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 she, wait. wait. Yes, she, He's got a yes, bunch of does. ads. We can just post JVJ oh, over. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's a different person. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna next talk to time, Alicia Jovenette. No, the next person we try to get on the podcast, we'll send them this episode, so at least one other person will know you exist. Now, right, man. That sounds great. <laughs> Also, right. also, I'm just going to curve those expectations right now. It's going to be a little bit before this episode comes out. So don't be texting people <laughs> and getting mad at me. It's just, 
Well, send me a, send me a link when it does, and I'll share it with my thousands of fans. Okay. Who's the famous guy we're waiting? Yeah, with? you'll be out around sometime after Jeff Hayes' episode. <laughs> How was he? Was he fun? He's a yeah, blast. it went two hours, and it's taken three weeks to edit so far. <laughs> Didn't we? I, I've been on his show three times already. Uh, like he's read three. He read Steamless Lally, he read 8-Bit Bastards, and he wrote another uh, web serial I'm working on under a pen name called uh, uh, Amazing Cleavage, the, Advent- the Adventures of a Battle Axe. Cleaves things. Cleavage. But, yeah, yeah. Is it a harem? Uh, yeah, it's about this guy that uh, gets in a particle accelerator accident. He gets transported into a world that's populated only by women, and he's a battle axe with a four-foot demon penis for a handle. Nice. Oh, that sounds... sounds like that could be a feature film. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk to Larry Doyle. <laughs> and that, that's on Royal Road, too, if you ever need something to read on the toilet. That's that's good toilet. Yeah. But yeah, Wait, Jeff, is that Jeff is a great guy, man. I love him. Oh, you said he did the audio for it? Yeah, well, he did a chapter. You know when he does like a lot of live chapter readings yeah, on yeah. Soundville Theater, where he picks a chapter. Just yeah. Yeah. They're you know, getting fancy. We he just did this book. Uh, what was yeah, it? Uh, Monster Hunt yeah, NYC, and it's like it is so edited, like audio wise, it's crazy. It's so crisp and it's so fresh and clean. It's Sh- like eating Josh- spinach that was just washed with soap. <laughs> Josh Mason, let's say I was on the internet and I needed to find you. How do I do that? Eight uh, bitbastards.com joshuamason.net the guy joshuamason.com won't sell his name because apparently he's a league bowler and uh he's got a following so <laughs> bowler <What is> he? <laughs> how's he do how's his score i don't, I don't know do we get on there and pester under- him? yeah see why don't you just pretend you're a bowler too and then take it <laughs> there you go but yeah apebastards.com or you can look me up uh on facebook all right we will uh we'll, we'll send some people your way all right that's that's the end of the podcast. Josh, if you do not mind, Joshua Mason, go ahead and end the podcast in the traditional manner. What's the traditional manner? Let's do what we talked about. Okay. Um, what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> there are tons of what? action figures in this room. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Who is that? This is Wonder Woman pencil sketch. It's oh. a Jim Lee sketch of Wonder Woman made into an action figure. Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. And All right, right, guys. That's how we usually end it. Yeah. The, the pencil sketch of Wonder Woman. I can't believe I forgot. But, uh, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. That was a lot of fun. All right. Thanks, man. Bye. See you ya. can go to bed now. <laughs> yeah, what time is it in Thailand? Josh vs. Josh, Season 5. It's resurrection time. Josh was Josh was dead, but now they're back again. Sweet show was an amazing guest stars. Ryan Wright shot lasers from the Death Star. Matt zipped in and he zipped out, but no one knows what he was talking about. JDS took a rest, he spread his wings and flew far, far away. But now he's back to rule the paw game. Spitting on a little guy's face, eating ice cream and potting all over the place. Tom Nook is a crook, but Corey is working hard for the bells. Only PayPal. Limit friends and family for that gyro cells. Jazz says sticky food makes it hard to wipe, especially when you're up potting all dang night. Takes a break to read some 17. Steve Buscemi on the cover of his magazine. Recycle some jokes and bring the garlic bread because Josh vs. Josh is back potting again. Yeah. Do they ever ask why you're all sweaty when you go out of the bathroom? I'm not sweaty, it's my push-ups. <laughs> Wait until it gets to like 20. I'm not going to do 20. They'll hear you in the bathroom going, <laughs> If I can do 20 push-ups, then I want to show off. Hey, That's guys. True. Thanks for listening to our podcast, JVJ Podcast. You can find us at jvjpodcast.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Stitcher, and iTunes.
<laughs> That's right, Josh. And if you would like to hear your questions, just send me an email at cjh at jvjpodcast.com. Yeah, and if you're an author or a narrator and you would like to be on the podcast, you can just uh, contact us at jah at jvjpodcast.com. As always, stay frosty.